Warning, Persona Non Grata has explicit language and adult material. Viewer discretion is advised. Sona non grata. John Erickson, Eric Johnson. Hey, everyone. How you guys doing out there? King so, of Staten Island sucks. <laughs> Great way to start the podcast. Yep. So, this is, uh, this is for Sona non grata. We are trying to attempt to make a somewhat okay-ish podcast. More or less dedicated to people that just, you know, need a view, a view of good expression of their own opinions. Without yeah. stifled. Yeah. Yeah. He says that he pulled out a can of, not, not, not Skull, Co- Copenhagen? Uh, Copenhagen Wintergreen. Wow. Not I'm a product placement. Snacking on today. sponsorship. Yep. Totally not sponsored. Believe it or not. So, what movies did you watch last night? Wait, uh, what did we watch last night? Uh, we didn't. No, I watched Inception this morning. And uh, last night... It's a little intense for a, a morning movie. Well, I, I like it. You just rip the band-aid off the day and hit the ground running. Yeah, it's just it's just a really good movie. Like, great cinematography. Leonardo DiCaprio should have won the award for it. Because he's gorgeous. Oh, yes. He's totally gorgeous. Yeah. But, no, it was a... Uh, I just really like the way it's acted. I love Tom Hardy in it. He's a great character in it. And, yeah, I just really like the movie. It's just a really fun, action-packed movie. It's a definite good twist on the heist movie. Yeah. But uh, Alyssa watched Scorpion King for the first time ever the other night. Really? Yes. So that's always uh, quite a bit of fun. You ever hear of the, the Corridor Crew? The who? Corridor crew on YouTube. They're like visual effects artists. No. So they did a thing, a video about Scorpion King and how it had the worst CGI scene in movie history. That's why. When the, when the rock <laughs> comes out and like you first see the Scorpion King and he's like, oh no, that's a mummy. That, that's mummy too. That's mummy too. That, that's okay, mummy yeah. Too. When you first see the Scorpion King, Yo, that is absolutely too. the worst CGI yeah. of all time. And they, they like, touched it up or, or something and it looked great like it's this little group of visual effects artists in a garage basically unfucked what hollywood couldn't do <laughs> is that your ac holy shit that is my ac it's it's surprisingly in the middle of <clears throat> deep south louisiana it is a little uh cold today and extreme weather conditions Rain with a slight chance of ice. <laughs> yeah, as we look outside, it's yes. like it's like what thirty. <clears throat> but I grew up in this. This is yeah. This is this is easy. 
ridiculous, man. Not a flake of snow to be found. No ice. My, nothing even froze over on my car. You didn't have to like scrape anything. No scrape. You didn't have to scrape nope. ice. Didn't do anything. I didn't even have to leave the kitchen sink dripping. Yeah, we. So from Ohio, we always had to do that because there's just. In case you guys didn't notice, if you guys have never experienced <clears throat> winter seasons at all, if you don't let water flow through your <clears throat> pipes, then the it'll form ice in it and it has to expand and then it'll rupture your pipes and then you have to yeah. get that shit fixed. Like syphilis. <laughs> Blow your dick apart. I don't know if that's true. I'm not I, actually a doctor. I don't know. Per se. I, I don't know, John. That's just a little weird. <laughs> Did, do, you, do you know that from first hand experience that that's what happens? My dick has not been blown apart. Okay. Yet. Yet. <laughs> I don't know. I may stick like a firecracker up there or something. Who knows? And see like what's going on. So, you brought like all the water and all the Powerade. <clears throat> this is actually vodka and Powerade. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get a little loosey goosey. So, so, so you made like riot punch? Yeah. Call it jungle juice, hunch no, punch, I, depending I, on what part of the nation you're from. Right. I've heard a bunch of different stuff about that. Raperade. No. The first time I ever had that kind of issue, like riot punch, was when we were in San Diego, and we were completely like just slammed, and we were just walking around, just didn't know wherever we were. We were just making friends with everyone, just going bar hopping to bar hopping, until eventually we just find ourselves in the middle of some random outskirts in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, <laughs> and there's the beach, and we know like um. Okay, we definitely didn't cross any water to get back home. Huh. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> it was our first time in San Diego. San Diego like, has that effect on on people. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh my god, this <clears throat> is kind of terrible. Same thing. Same exact thing happens. It's funny. Um, we had a bar at the Gaslamp District. I think it was, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday night. And uh, it was one of the first times we actually got cut loose to go out in town because mm-hmm. they've been you know basically pushing our shit in for like a month <clears throat> and we go to this bar and the guy that was there with me um i can't even remember his name though it doesn't matter doofiest dude ever got more ass than a toilet seat like this guy <laughs> could pull dime pieces like it was his job man it was incredible so we had these two chicks one of them was a. Uh, semi-professional boxer or something okay and the other one was a gymnast like two smoking hot chicks probably in their late 30s maybe early 40s just smoking hot and uh so we ended up talking to them the other dudes dancing with the chick they start making out and everything i did not because i'm a faithful husband okay um true story and <clears throat> For some reason, the bars close at two. Is it still like that? They still close at two. Um, some, yeah, some, most of them all still close at two. Some close at three, and then, but they have to stay closed for a certain amount of time. Uh, so, two o'clock rolls around. Ugly lights come on. <clears throat> we have no clue how to get back to the base. Okay. Like none whatsoever. <laughs> and there's no cabs anywhere. 
keep in mind this is a little far back there was no uber or lyft or any of that stuff mm -hmm. so we're like fuck dude how the hell are we gonna get back because <laughs> our ride bounced like he <clears throat> met some girl and just took off we didn't see him for like two days um so these chicks are like oh you need a ride we're like yeah that'd be that'd be awesome and uh she's like you want to go to our place or your place we're like uh we don't know how to get to our place. And she was like, oh, I got it. So we get in the car, we're driving, we're driving, then we're heading over the bridge, the San Diego Bridge. And I was like, oh shit, they live right on the island. And uh, they pull up right to the front gate of the base. They're like, here you go. Like we didn't say anything about who we were, what we were doing, anything like that. And dude I was with, he was like, wow, that was a coincidence. Like I could, you know, we didn't even tell you where we were or anything. She was like, yeah, it's not our first time. And I get out, and he's in there just going to town on this chick in the car. The other chick's in the back seat. I don't know what she's doing. I don't even think they had iPhones at the time, so I don't know what she was doing. And it only lasts like five minutes, but he gets out. We're walking back to the barracks. And uh, he was like, that was crazy how they knew where we were. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is not the first time or 10th or 15th time that these two chicks have done this. Yeah, so that's my uh, first time in downtown San Diego story. Oh. All right, so another little fun story. Uh, before I got out of the military, I was a... Uh, recruiter of all things mm -hmm. it was a part of it the first part of it was a fun experience the last part of it not so much um towards, uh everybody had left at 5 p.m or 1700 for you military buffs out there and of course my last appointment for the day came in at 5 p.m so <clears throat> it was just me and him in there and just to give you context, the office bathroom is right next to two of the desks. And even with the door closed and the fart fan on, you could still hear a mouse pissing on cotton inside of there. So this guy's talking, and I'm praying to God he's one of those, yep, okay, sure, thanks for your time, good to go. Because as soon as we sat down to talk, my guts started bubbling hard like full-blown yeah so he starts talking and he stops because he could hear my stomach just churning finally you know typically obviously the people that come in don't talk that much yeah. it's up to the the recruiter to kind of lead the conversation but um this guy was just a fucking chatty Kathy. of course perfect timing so i'm sitting there and after like 20 minutes, I'm sweating, like profusely sweating. Right. So I take my jacket off, I take everything off, I pat my face. And finally, I'm like, all right, so we'll, uh, we'll talk next Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. And I stand up, you know, to kind of signal like, hey, it's time to go, it's time to go. <clears throat> and this dude just keeps asking questions and asking questions. So I start walking towards the door to just like, hey, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm about, to shit, I'm about to shit my pants. You're doing the thing that, like, people do when they're just trying to just be done with this conversation. Yeah, and this guy cannot read the fucking room to uh. save his life. 
So finally, I get this dude out of there and literally run to the bathroom. The second I sit down, I hear the doorbell go. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck, I don't care if he left his child in the office. <laughs> it's it's happening right now. <clears throat> but yeah, that was uh that was a fun time. And that was my experience recruiting. Super fun. Okay. Yeah. That's so that's actually how we met was back when in the Navy we uh, our final commands were being recruiters. And I've definitely got my fair share of, like, those kind of stories and stuff like that. And especially if I'm, like, need to go out in the middle of, like, bumfuck nowhere to talk to an applicant who I just, I'm doing almost as a courtesy call just because her, their mom asked me to come out and talk to their, like, 16-year-old son who just needs to turn his life around and can't even do anything. Mm. And I just always remember that there was one applicant in particular that just was so smug and just so full of himself. No. And that his mom brought him out. Well, thank God his mom actually brought him into the office, so it wasn't that bad. He comes in with his mom. His mom is just, just kind of just, you know, she seems very excited, very interested. He has like, no, not a gift, not a fuck in the world. He just <laughs> does not care. Because he just thinks that everything is just going to be good. I'm going to be a millionaire, motherfucker. Like, it not... <laughs> That's exactly what he was saying. That's exactly like his mindset was just no matter what, I'm going to be okay. I'm like, bro, you're failing out of high school and you have nowhere to go and you're about to graduate and everything's about to just take a giant shit on your life right now. You're failing at the easiest job you'll ever have in your life, just going to school. Isn't that not just the easiest job? that hard. Anyway, I give him the practice test. He gets like a 10 on it. And he goes, well, I could have done better. I got like, I could have gotten like a 50 or a 95 or a 100,000 or something like that. And I'm like, well, then why didn't you try? He goes, yeah. oh, man, this just ain't for me. And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> Do you not understand? That Was he like, a jazz singer from the 50s? No. You're kind of no, talking like, like, it's this, just not for me. He, no, he just, no, he had like this Italian accent. He goes, oh, I'm, I'm not, not going to say his actual name, but it just, he was like, no one messes with Philly. Yeah. You know what? No one. That's just like, like the way he just talked in his mom. You know, I'm wow. looking at his mom and, and I'm looking at her, you know, giving like these, the cues and she's like, ah, she's rolling her eyes. You know, she looks all disappointed that her son's probably be riding her couch oh, yeah. in the basement for the next two, oh, three, yeah. four years. Man, make me a hat packet. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, would, I hope people just, you know, I wish people the best. Like, I just want people to just try to succeed in life. I don't. Now, now, if you are the kind of person that you just, if you want to go out into life and just fail, you, I will let you just go out and fail. But if you go, come into life and you're saying, I need help, I will help you to the best extent I can. But you got to pull yourself up just a little bit. Such a good guy. Such a helper. I try to. <clears throat> it's just nice to... I'm, I'm a good. I am a good guy. I like to help people. Yeah, I don't. I have no clue how I ended up at a recruiting command. I'm not what you would call a people person. Um, I in fact hate most people. Uh, Aw, I love you too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's weird that I would end up there. What was I just thinking? Oh, the, oh, the cars. You were saying like you had to go pick some kid up or something, or go go to their house to meet him. Yeah. Like, my generation, 
the only thing you thought about from probably age five up to age 16 was getting your driver's license and getting a car. Yeah. Like that was it. Like I was, that was, that was the thing. Yeah. Like I was, I played baseball, but I was also really into BMX and you know, everybody's like, oh, this is going to go away as soon as you get your license. I was like, no, man, I'm freaking ride or die BMX for life, bro. (laughs) The second I got my license, I don't think I ever rode my bicycle again. Like not even for fun, for nothing, dude. That thing just sat in a corner and gathered dust. But like, what was your first car? It was a 1996 white Dodge Caravan with no hubcaps. <laughs> we called it the Egg. <clears throat> I had an air mattress in the back. I took the seats out. I had an air mattress in the back. I actually got more ass in that thing than I got in my turbocharged stroker motor 650 horsepower Mustang. That was badass. My lifted dodge ram charger that was on i don't know what the, i think they were 35 inch boggers you know the, the kc lights on the top the thing was mint i mean freaking awesome however the most ass i got was in that caravan like just i think i'm hooked up with like four or five chicks in that thing <sighs> god I, I really loved my first car, and I regret it was a, a 2000 black Lexus GX 300, and I bought it for my parents for three grand, and I drove that <clears throat> some bitches to the ground. It's a nice car. Oh my God, it was so pickup to it. It had a really nice acceleration, and it, you know, and I got to when I got to my second command in New York, New York, all uh, New York. Or upstate, rather. They, everyone that I was friends with up there was like a super gearhead car junkie. And they loved my car because it was the same car that the bad guys drove in the first Fast and the Furious movie. Really? Like, when they drive up into the, the garage part and, like, all there's no engines in any of those cars. Yeah. And, they're like, they're beating the shit out of the mechanic and all this stuff. Those cars are, was my car. And that's why they do, <laughs> bro, you gotta get this thing. <clears throat> You gotta get this thing a turbo. You gotta get it like a fuel injection system. You Put a big this. goofy fucking wing on the back. Yeah, big fucking <laughs> wing on the back, and I'm like, nah. What? Why? It's, <laughs> it's 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 just a nice car. Yeah. It's been like 20 years since I've seen that movie. That movie absolutely destroyed street racing. Like. Oh yeah, because everyone thinks like it's this huge underground like you know this huge thing that always goes on and it's just like what yeah it it was like it became a big deal after that all the politicians you know whenever they can find something to jump on to make people think they're actually doing something like that was the thing before that we would meet every thursday night at a place called miami subs which is a pretty prevalent down in florida um and then every saturday at a place called 20 mile bend and the cops basically just left us alone. You know, they'd tell us, you know, don't be, don't be assholes, don't be doing donuts, and you know, if, if there's traffic, you know, fucking stay out of the way. After that movie came out, it was not even like, you don't, you don't get a ticket or anything. Like, they take your ass to jail, they impound your car. And it's like a 
fucking $5,000 fine or some shit. Like, it, it was just nuts. Completely fucking ruined everybody's fun. Thanks a lot, Vin Diesel. I'm Groot. Dude so, made millions of dollars for three well, words. Okay, okay. I'm Groot. To be fair, Vin Diesel's had a great career. He's, he's Riddick. He's, like... Yeah. Chronicles of Riddick was pretty Chronicle dope. Riddick, he was he was the pacifier, <laughs> the the would be Navy Seal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised Chronicles of Riddick didn't do better. That was a really good movie. Yeah, I think uh, uh, what was uh, what that was could have been a, a better franchise. I know, like Pitch Pitch, Pitch Black, Black or whatever. Pitch Black was really, really but good. Chronicles of Riddick could have been its own franchise. Oh yeah, like absolutely. it was really good. Now I I, I know that it was just total fan service when they paid it off in. I think it was just Fast and Furious. 17? I don't know. It was like, it was the one that introduced The Rock. Yeah. Like That was like the bounty hunter to send yeah. to go get Vin Diesel in the movie. Yeah. And it was just like they were like two inches away from like punch each other in the face and we're just like oh, we waited for so long or something <laughs> like this. And then it was just man, whatever, we're, we're bros now. Yeah, they hated each other. Still hate each other in real life. Yeah, like, I think, isn't John Cena gonna be in the new one? Like, yeah, The Rock's not even gonna be in it. John Cena's gonna, <laughs> John Cena's gonna be in the new Fast Furious. Why? How many? I've only seen the first one. How many of them are there? There's like nine or ten. There's like I think they're up to nine, not including the Hobbs and Shaw movie, which is by itself a great movie. With, with The Rock and Jason Statham, it's a hilarious it. movie. And it's, yeah. a, it's a really, really good movie because it's just, it's just, it's The Rock and Jason Statham having a big dick contest the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what was that movie Statham was in where he had to keep his adrenaline up? Crank. Crank. Oh my that was crank awesome, was dude. was so funny. And, like, my favorite scene for that movie is when he's trying to bang this old lady in the middle of yeah. the traffic. And he's just <laughs> having the worst time trying to just get it up. And then it's just, he's like, she's like, come on, let's go, come on. We're like, we're like dumbasses right now. And he's like, I'm trying. <laughs> that shit was crazy, man. That was a fucking awesome movie. I haven't watched, uh, I guess it's kind of similar, but it's first person, the hardcore Henry. Oh, I, lo- I love hardcore. Is it good? Oh, my God. We- okay. After we get done recording and do all this shit, no, we totally have to watch Hardcore Henry because yeah. it's an amazing movie. Because if you guys have never seen Hardcore Henry, it is, it is the personification of a first-person shooter movie, and it goes through that entire aspect. You- you're just a guy that was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and now... He's trying to unlock this mystery about why he was dead, but now he's back to being alive. And it's a huge, it's a great movie, and it just puts you right into the middle of the action because it's all from his point of view. Yeah. And the whole movie's first person? The whole movie's first person from his point of view. Does he ever look into a mirror? Do you know what he looks like? Um, no. I'm trying to remember if you do, if he does look into a mirror. I don't think he does. Mm-hmm. But that comes into a part of it. There's even, like, just one of the really <coughs> cool parts when they're, like, they're putting them back together at the beginning of the movie. 
his eyes, uh, one eye is like dangling out and the other one is still in. So it has a weird split screen, like, like how like a, you think a chameleon, a chameleon would look. Yeah. And it does that and it just makes everything extremely disorienting. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. Dude, did you see the trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League? Oh my, I cannot wait. Come on, dark side. You see Come the trailer on, on Sunday? Oh my god, I'm yeah. excited for it. Dude, that trailer got me freaking pumped, man. Like, I was already pumped, but supposedly it's going to be four ep- hour plus episodes. Yes. Which. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Because I heard he had like six or seven hours of film. Like, I would watch that for six or seven hours. That. Whatever. What the hell is that director? He did the first Avengers. Uh. Joss Whedon. Yeah. Like, you'd think it'd be a lot better, man, but that movie was a freaking mess. It was, it was, here's, but here's why it was a mess. It was because what Zack Snyder's going to do is what the Marvel Cinematic Universe already did. Yeah. They're going to have, like, break up the different episodes that they're going to have for it. Because that's what I thought they're going to do is they're having like episode blocks on HBO Max for it, not just one long fuck off movie. I thought yeah. it's it's actually going to be like episodic stuff, and that's what I thought was going to happen. If that's not the case, well, we'll find out. That the Marvel Cinematic Universe had like four or five movies set up. Actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was five movies set up to all accumulate together, culminate rather. Into the Avengers. That was like that first part of the movie. And then it wasn't even until after the Avengers movie came out. And we kind of saw Thanos for the first time. That's like, oh, they have something way bigger planned in mind. And that's when they announced like all the different phases and everything that was going on. All of the hardcore comic book junkies out there knew exactly kind of like what was going on. That they were trying to go in for like Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, and all the other stuff. Mm. But that was the thing was it tr- they tried so hard to rip off the MCU and it all just failed because no one got any of their good story. At yeah. least in like Man of Steel, you got Superman's story. In Batman v Superman, you at least got kind of those two interacting. Yeah. In Wonder Woman, I still think Wonder Woman is one of the best uh superhero movies there is the second one was terrible yeah the second one was trash but i wish it wasn't so bad i know <laughs> but yeah warner brothers basically they they tried to do endgame right out of the gate right and they're it's, just trying to capitalize on in on that success yeah. and it's like instead of a decade prior of building up to that like they just went straight for the cash grab we got to catch up now like and now there's Almost not really a lull, but there's kind of a little bit of a void where they could have been dropping a Flash movie, uh, a Cyborg movie, you know, a good Green Lantern movie. Oh my god, I cannot wait! I cannot wait till they have. They're slated to have a Green Lantern movie at some point. They are. They are, and I'm like, I'm so excited. But you you watched the old CW shows, right? Like, I watched uh, Flash. Watched I watched Flash. a little bit of Green Arrow and DC uh, Legends. Okay, yeah, I love Legends. Yeah. Before. Now, spoiler alert for anyone out there that has never seen these shows. You suck. Uh, yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> I'm not gonna say you suck, but you gotta jump on it and start watching all this stuff because it's really really fun. 
there's a part in uh in a, in that where I think it was in the last the season before this last one for the Flash came out where they were doing uh Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yep. Where they take all awesome. the different Yeah, they take all the different universes and put them all together into a single one. Well, there's a part where the Flash and his whole team, they all fail when they're trying to uh, compete against the and the monitor they're all trying or the anti-monitor rather they all fail and now the in the flash pulled them out of that timeline and now they're just kind of just in the the speed force and mm-hmm. he's trying to collect everyone and get everyone back together he meets the justice league yep. flash in that in one of those scenes which was awesome which is totally awesome yeah. it's like like everyone like we're just like, ah yes oh my god yes this is like the best thing ever it was I, I, I just could not stop laughing yeah. as soon as I saw that. I yeah. Like, I, that the fact that they're going to introduce the CW universe into the like the real realistic looking universe, yeah. like the ju- what, what are they calling it now? The DC Extended Universe. Yeah, DC. Yeah, that's definitely not a ripoff. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, in the past, like movies would completely ignore the TV version, and and vice versa, and the stories were just not congruent it was like that was that was awesome to watch oh yeah and even beyond that though it's uh they're incorporating tv shows from all 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 across the timeline like they had a smallville reference yep with uh clark kent being in there they had uh kingdom come superman in there which was amazing they had uh i think the best one was when they all dealing with that and they brought what's his name, Mark Hamill back. And brought Mark Hamill the back trickster? as trickster. Is that what it was? The trickster. Yeah. The the, the dollar store Joker. Right. Like Mark <laughs> Hamill. Nobody else could pull that role off oh except for Mark Hamill. That dude is so batshit crazy. Oh my god. Like they, I'm sure they probably just recorded him. They just gave him an outfit and just be like, "Hey, you do you, bro. We'll just we'll film it." <laughs> I just want to see like that pitch meeting. When they're trying to pitch like the original, original like Superman and Batman animated series to Warner Brothers, from the animators and like the production crew, they're like, "Okay, so yeah, we got all this stuff. We have all this over here. All right, well, what are we gonna have for Batman as his main superhero? Well, we're gonna go with the classic, uh, the Joker. Okay, well, who's gonna voice the Joker? Well, we're thinking, uh, uh Luke Skywalker. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, Luke Skywalker. <clears throat> yeah. All right, bro. Yeah, we'll let it go. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Speaking of Joker, hopefully uh, Jared Leto can iron up. out his Joker a little bit. It looks like they're already trying to iron out the Joker because I I already from just like the two seconds you saw in the in the trailer, yeah, it already looks better. Yeah, it's that whole machine gun Kelly looking yeah. Joker that they were going for. That was uh, fucking terrible. This is tattooed damaged on this yeah like, oh my god um, that was so bad um yeah no I'm so bad did you see uh did you watch birds of prey i watched part of it i couldn't i couldn't do it it i give it the okay i give it an it's an okay movie it doesn't do what it needs to do as a movie eh does it fit well into the dc universe eh hmm. but it's just an okay superhero super anti-hero whatever-ish movie by itself now what was good is the harley quinn cartoon like the animated one you gotta watch that one is 
infinitely better than all the Harley Quinn stuff up to this point. Yeah. Have you watched Batman the Animated? As an adult, sometimes. Like, sometimes I'll see, like, random snippets and clips of other There's stuff. some hardcore shit in there, man. There, there is some hardcore shit. I was like, shit. holy fuck, I couldn't believe my motherfucking let me watch this shit. Like, I couldn't watch Beavis and Butthead when I was that age, but I could watch Batman, Batman the animated series about this skulky billionaire whose parents were murdered and, you know, all kinds of innuendo in it. <laughs> shit was crazy. That's one of the few things that I loved as a kid. That I watched as, as an adult, and I still loved it. Like, I used to love the movie Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. And I watched that as an adult. It is the cheesiest piece of shit ever. <laughs> the guy, the greased up muscle guy with the saxophone. freaking, And I still believe. It's like, oh my god, this is so bad. But, yeah, that Batman definitely held up. Oh yeah, Batman held up. Superman the animated series, eh? Okay. I never really got into that. It was it was okay. Now, where everything kind of came together was the animated Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. <clears throat> those were amazing. Yeah, those those cartoon movies for DC are like you watch them and you're like, hey, Warner Brothers, why don't you just fucking make this? You know, put actors in it and make this. But you see, because like, they're awesome. In fact, even like this, like, so we were talking about the MCU. That's exactly what Justice League did. They built their foundation off of what Superman and mm-hmm. uh, Batman had done, which were long-running TV shows, and then they incorporated it all into Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. It's yep. exactly what Marvel did with doing all their movies up to a specific <clears throat> point. The only difference is you, know, you can't make high-production Marvel TV shows. Except they did it. They're doing it now with WandaVision. Which is... Kind of... And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., eh, kind of. Uh, Agent Carter, eh, okay. Eh, yeah, okay. of all people that give their own show, Agent Carter, like... Really? Did anybody ask for that? Yeah. Now... I don't remember asking now those, for Now, those TV shows that I like, I, I love Daredevil. Like... Oh, the show? Yeah, those shows. Yeah, yeah the, show the show was amazing. Yeah, like that whole little... The, the New York little universe yeah. thing that they're doing what they did there that was awesome that was that was really good i really like that one yeah the, but anyway the movie no so shit show <laughs> but oh, no justice league i just and it gets you pumped up like those those intro songs that they had for them mm-hmm. it just got you excited for what was going to happen the episode they didn't rush to do like 30 minute episodes and just get it out the door they actually had like said Oh, cool. Hey, we got to leave it off on this cliffhanger. Come back next week. And it, yeah, sure, it follows that formula, but it takes your half-hour-long TV episode and turns it into an hour-long that you are way more excited for. for the- I'm sure those are separate entities, the, the cartoon movies and the the DCEU or whatever. Oh, no, yeah. No, but they, whoever's yeah. heading up the DCEU, they need to fire that motherfucker <laughs> and get whoever's running the, the cartoon movies over there. Because... <laughs> yeah. it's not. Just, just put Zack Snyder in for everything. Z- Zack Snyderverse. Oh yeah. 